Now on Giddy Up, it's time for Stable Mail. Let's catch up with Sam Friedman to kick off proceedings. He's about to join us um, in just a moment. They've got strong chances at Mooney Valley on Saturday. They've also got a strong chance there with Vipsania going around in that third race at Murray Bridge uh, on uh, Saturday afternoon. Looking forward to catching up with Adrian Bott especially because he's got a couple of his star two-year-olds going around along with Gay Waterhouse, of course. Storm by looks awfully hard to beat in the BJ McLaughlin. He's at a dollar thirty there with Bet three six five and also Straight Charge. Who Chris Nelson, our Queensland form expert, suggesting that Straight Charge is definitely the horse to beat there in that Magic Millions Classic in the early part of January. Let's head to Flemington now to catch up with Sam Friedman to kick off Stable Mail on this Thursday morning. Good morning to you, Sam. Thanks for your time, mate. Morning, Jeff. How are you? I am good, thanks, mate. Now, we'll go through a few of your runners there on Saturday at Mooney Valley. Great mum is the first of them. Um, first up, this preparation. What can you tell us about this daughter of capitalists, this four-year-old having its first run back this prep? Yeah, look, she's, um, yeah, she's a highly strung um, mare. She's been lightly raced. She's had a few issues early on in her career. She's been trying up okay, but she's never... A, She's really been a really flash trialer. Sometimes she just leaves it for race day. So um, drawn very well. She'll make her own luck up near the speed, and um, she she seems fitting well. So should run okay. I know this is a, um, a lot harder there on Saturday, but Million Dollar Mama on a Friday night at Mooney Valley was so impressive. She was at a big price on that day, but she sat outside the leader and dominated that uh, race there on a Friday night. Um, she meets some nice ones here. How do you rate her chances there in race six? Yeah, look, she's she's obviously um, got to go up a notch. It's a, it's a significant rise in class. Um, a sticky enough gait. She's obviously down in the weights. And um, look, I think she can she can run a good, honest race. Uh, she seems to do her best racing when she's up near the speed. So... We will be positive on her, and um, I'd say the only, you know, the only query with her is she's she's won two races in, in probably slowly run affairs, mm-hmm. so she's got to, um, as I said, she's got to improve, but she seems pretty genuine, and hopefully she can take that next step. Two progressive stays in Glentanius and Cadmus represent your stable in race eight. Can you split the two? Uh, look, I would I would lean towards Glentanius. I think he's he's. You know, he's probably a little more seasoned for, for Australian racing and he's he's had a really campaign so far. Cadmus is sort of his preparation's been going super, he's been running really well. Um, but it's just been a case the next suitable or as Glentanius. He's been set for the baggot on New Year's Day and um you know, he's just built into his preparation beautifully and yeah, I think he's really suited in straps, his work on Tuesday was was excellent. So um, he's probably a stayer, Glentanius, that, that could actually get to a, a pretty decent level in time. And Vipsania goes around at uh, Murray Bridge on Saturday. And Vipsania, she does look tough to beat in a race like that. Yeah, look, she's, she's limited enough. Um, but, yeah, it was a strange race on the, on the calendar over there. And we sort of threw in a nomination and... Naturally, a four-year-old nut maiden, um, you know, worth 50 grand, it'd be not to take our chance. So 
um, she, she'll head there in, in good shape and yeah, just looking to, to break her maiden if we can. Sam Freeman's best on Saturday? Um, I'd take Ventanius, yeah. He'll be, he'll be hard to beat. And you got some chances across the next couple of days. Is there a standout there for you, Sam? Sorry, I missed that. I said, mate, you got a couple of um, chances there today and tomorrow. Many um, chances? Yeah, look, yeah. there's... Um, Rocket Douglas has got Talis Drive in today. He owns him, I think, the $26 a couple of days ago. So okay. um, he's a first starter who's who worked nicely the other day. So um, he should run He should run well enough. Uh, we've got some nice chances over the next few days. But, um, yeah, just sort of, yeah, I think next week you probably see a couple of nice ones maybe at Mornington. So um, maybe just wait for the. And how's with, without a fight recovering, mate? Yeah, he's good. He's um, look, he's there with Lee Everson. He's he's doing his rehab. Had a good chat with him yesterday. He's been really pleased with him. So, um, look, it's 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 just going to be a case of um, taking our time with him. But uh, he's been really happy with with how he's taken to all his treatment. And uh, yeah, look, hopefully we can get him back uh, yeah, sooner rather than later. Well, good luck with the backyard cricket over the Christmas period, mate. Merry Christmas. And um, yeah, we'll catch up with you after Christmas, of course. But we appreciate your help um, this year, mate. And um, it's been a year to remember. Absolutely. Cheers, Gareth. Good on you, Sam. There's Sam Friedman there. 11 minutes past eight. Let's take a break on the other side of it. In fact, we've got our, our next guest ready to go. It's Tony Golan. G'day, Tone. How dare I try and take a break. Good morning, mate. How are you? I am very well, mate. Um, terrific meeting up there in Brisbane on a Saturday afternoon. And as always, you've got strong chances. We'll kick off with Bostup, who was impressive winning first up, this three-year-old. Can he go on with it? Yeah, he can. He, um, he raced a lot of speed and typical to our three-year-old thousands up here. They go along with a good clip. They'll do the same here. We can just get a nice you know, drag up behind a few of those speedy ones, I think he he presents well. It's the, it's the right step, even though he's off a provincial race into this. It's the right sort of race for him to have a go at Saturday, Saturday grade. Can the hippo get the very best out of Vinko in race seven? He's going to need all his, all yes. his, um, his talent. His two runs back have been pretty lackluster on soft tracks. He's far better if we can get good ground. Um, out of the mile, probably test him a little bit. Just want to see him fire up. He won the Magic Means Cup at the start of the year. Hopefully he can finish the year off improving on what he's done his last two. We've got the Falvalon race eight on the program. We'll start off with uh, Sarastro. You've mentioned this horse a few times. He just he makes his own luck, and every time he's challenged, he just steps up to the plate. This son of mine, Invincible. Your thoughts about his chances on Saturday? Yeah, I like him again. He's a nice horse. He's got speed and stamina. He can he can roll up on a, on a nice gallop, and seems to be doing it fairly comfortably. Then he can finish off. So. He's a bit unique like that. Uh, there is good pressure in this race, so it's wherever he... I don't think he's a one-trick pony. He'll be anywhere in the first three. But I think off that 13.50 win, you know, back to the 1,200 Eagle Farm, a track he's raced well at, you'd expect him to be right there. What did you make of Natuna the other day behind Sue Stahl? It was really disappointing. Yeah. Head up early, just didn't settle well early enough. Whether it was the shifty track or not, I'm not sure. Obviously, he was so good fresh up at the 1,000 at Sunny Coast. Maybe that just took that sting off him. He was off a fairly long layoff, so... Three weeks into this, we're really happy with him. If anything, this race maps well for him. I know he's drawn wide, but there's a massive amount of speed here. So if he can relax midfield or worse, you know, he, he could easily just blend in and, and do, what he, do what he did at Sunshine Coast. What about the old boy who doesn't mind this time of the year F troop in the same race? Yeah, he's prepping up beautiful. Again, he's nearly at the million bucks, this bloke, and his first two runs have been great. His 1,000 was just too short for him the other day, which I knew. 
we'll go to 1200 Eagle Farm, we'll suit him. Um, then on to Magic Means Day for him for the cutest race. But he's um look, he's not winning out of his turn of his age, but he's, like, you can't be you can't be happier than with his form. His form's really good going into this. Let's head to race number nine, one of my favourites, Basique. She was impressive there the other day. Can she make it three on the trot this prep? Yeah, she can. Well, she'll make her own luck from seven. She'll be somewhere handy. She's in good form. She's, you know, better than class three plate grade. So she gets into these races as well. She's nice, Philly, upward spiral still. She's raced well at Eagle Farm in the past. So she ticks all the boxes. Boom shot first up. Your expectations there? It'll probably be... be off Bazique back a fair way, giving her a start. Whether he can run past to doing that, I'm not sure. Uh, he'll run well, I think, with improvement to come in the prep. All right, then. And then Daytona and Insta Good both in that race as well. Yeah, both got a lift of what we saw. She beat Daytona pretty easily the other day. But he'll be much better suited back to the bigger track on good ground here at Eagle Farm. But she's certainly my top pick in that race. Geez, I love the way Freedom Rally's been going this prep. Yeah, I think... You'll see him better again on the weekend. His yep. first run, he was, he was a pass mark. The other day, he got caught down in the wrong part of the track in the in the gateway, which was disappointing. He's got a wide gate. Ben's won on him off a wide gate before. We can get a bit of luck early. He's third up now. He's he's right at the peak of his powers. He, he's spot on for Saturday. Expecting those yearlings for Magic Millions, mate? Are you happy what what you see so <clears> far? Yeah, well, John's been doing it for me. John put just most of yeah. our stuff, and he, um, he's been down to going this week. He's still down there now. And, we did the Queensland Farms the week before, so we've got a fair bit of groundwork done, and you know, hopefully we can we can find a few in our budget come January. And how do we back a winner on Saturday, mate? What would be your best? I think we we'll stick with Bazique. I think she's a really yes. nice filly. You know, it's always good when you can get these horses, these plate races that are that are going to go into better races, and I think she she fits that that sort of criteria. And she doesn't matter these days. I don't think if it's rain affected going or on a firmer surface now, Bazique. <laughs> If we do get a bit of rain today and tomorrow, I think that would only help her, to be honest. She, yeah. she loves a bit of cut in the ground, but she's also effective on good ground. But she's just a nice filly, and while she's down low in these low-grade races, she, I, I think she's just the right horse for them. Merry Christmas, mate. We appreciate all of your help. Thanks for that. Same to you, mate. Cheers, mate. He's a star. Tony Golan there, 16 minutes past eight. This is Giddy Up Stable Mail. On this Thursday morning, thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand, what's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au and also, of course, Macca's Brister made ice cold drive through for your iced coffee favourites at McCafe. Welcome back to Giddy Up, Gareth Hall with you on this uh, Thursday morning. This is Giddy Up Stable Mail. Looking forward to catching up with Adrian Bott about 20 minutes to 9 o'clock. They've got some strong chances across the country on Saturday, including two of the horses right up the top of the market there for the Magic Millions two-year-old classic now, straight charge is $8 and equals second favourite for the Magic Millions Classic. He goes around in that first race there at Randwick on Saturday. And then Storm Boy, or Storm Boy, is the $5 favourite there for the two-year-old Classic as well. Storm Boy, I should say, not Storm Boy. So he goes around in the BJ McLaughlin. Looks awfully hard to beat in that race. So... Um, They've got some, well, their two-year-olds just keep on winning, Adrian Bott and Gabe Waterhouse. And it'd be fascinating to get Adrian's insights before Saturday. And I wonder who he thinks is their better chance there in that Magic Millions race. So, um, yeah, looking forward to catching up with Adrian. And, of course, I think Kira Mara or David Eustace, one of those will be, um, star trainers will be joining us. Of course, they've got um, some big chances across the weekend. And we'll get an update there on Spywire 
who's well in contention as well there in uh, the market for the Magic Millions Classic. Um, Dave Eustace is ready to go on this Thursday morning for Stable Mail. Good morning to you, David. Morning, Gareth. How are you? I am very well. Um, let's go through the, the runners there for the Mar and Eustace camp. We'll start off with the Valley on Saturday and the, the lightly, race, lightly, lightly race Dark Halo's first up. Um, your thoughts about his chances? Yeah, he's um, a very nice horse, Gareth. Um, and uh, we've given him plenty of time um, since his last run. He just overdid it at Caulfield. So he comes back in trip. He's had a couple of trials just to relax. And um, I think he'll show a nice turn of foot on Saturday. All right, beautiful. In the same race, you got Lynx, who was impressive, this filly by Spieth at Sandown to win at a second start. And she wasn't too bad at Caulfield as well before going for a break. Your thoughts about her? Um, she's come up. Okay, uh, probably would have liked to sooner just mature and strengthen up a little bit more than she has, and um, it's taken a little bit of time to sort of come in her coat. So, although she's sort of ready to kick off, uh, I do think the run will really bring her on. What do you make of Musgrave going around in that um, fourth race there, the son of preferment? Does he go around at the valley? Yeah, he'll run at the valley. Yeah, um, good prize money, and um, was excellent there the other day. So. Um, you know, great time of year for these horses that are sort of probably just below um, top top grade, and um, he uh, is racing for for 130. So um, he he's come on again from last start, and would expect another good performance. Matron Bullwinkle and the mighty Kettle Hill represent your stable in race seven. Can either of those two win in your eyes? Uh, look, they both can. Um, Kettle Hill definitely can, but um, he's hard to catch. Uh, in fact, he hasn't been caught since being in Australia. So um, uh, hopefully it is on Saturday. I think Dylan's got an okay handle on him, rode him quite well at Ballarat. He was a little bit fierce, but did finish off not too bad. So we'll ride him reasonably cold again, and that seems to work. And Matron Boring's call had a, you know, it was great at the start of the prep. And, um, yeah, we've given her a little bit of time since last start, and uh, I think that that will see an improvement. Do we see a wash in Sydney or Melbourne on Saturday? He'll run in Melbourne. Okay. Um, he's had an excellent prep. Um, a horse is still improving. Um, put in a PB on figures up in grade uh, last start, and um, he's he's improved again. Um, he really has. He's uh, he's a horse to continue to follow. I think. And it looks a lovely race once again at the Valley for Veloci Caro in race number 10 on the program. Yeah, another horse had a really good prep and, and has um, improved. And um, a bit of rain would be great. doesn't look like we're going to get it. But um, I think yeah, Marty will have the track in good order, but he just does like getting his toe in. So, um, yeah, hopefully it's not too far, but it should run well. Always fascinating, these two-year-old races at this time of the year. We head to Randwick now in the first race. Sacred Forts at a big price, and Erno's Cube's been well-supported, the filly by Rubik. Um, how do you examine your two-year-olds there on Saturday? Yeah, Sacred Forts just continues to improve. I've put in a, a really good performance in the nursery, and um, is arguably sort of back in grade a touch now. Um, would have taken good experience from that. I think he'll run well and is a sort of top top four chance mm -hmm. 
And Erno's cube is, is being trained for magics and, and peaking um, at magic. She had a little bit of a freshen up, so we'll improve for the run. But, um, yeah, we'll be sort of, say she will be ridden patiently, but she'll be ridden to find the line and um, it'd be a nice stepping stone to um, hopefully uh, the big two-year-old race in June, uh, January. So, But she'd be the pick of the two. You've got some nice chances in race six, led by Valency, but there's also been some good money around for Royal Invader and Sonora's at a big price there, David. Yeah, honestly, I, I think you can make a case for all three. Okay. Um, but uh, Sonora won't run if it's a wet track, um, whereas the other two are, are going well and, and need cut to run. So it looks like it will have some juice in the ground and probably lean towards Valiancy just, but Royal Invade has been racing well and yeah, as I say, it's just been crying out for some cut. And Dan Oldstar goes around, who's in some winning form there in that last race with Craig Williams to ride. Yeah, he's racing terrifically well and um, likes juice in the ground. So um, he's going to get that on Saturday and uh, I don't see why he can sort of continue his progression. J-Max being booked to ride Spywire. Would he be your best chance heading towards the Magic Millions two-year-old classic, David? Yeah, he would be. He would be. Um, you know, he put in a great performance at Wyong, um, showed that he's up to the task, and um, we're confident that he'll see the six furlongs out. So, um, obviously, getting J-Mike on board um, is, is great to get. Um, he's riding so well, and, and we'll come back full of confidence from Hong Kong. So, so um, really happy with, with those. Will he need another run before the Magic Million? Say if he, he sneaks into the field now with $75,000, which you, it has dropped away a little bit, but usually that's that's not enough to get into the Magic Millions. Would you prefer to see him go around again? Uh, no, to be honest, we'd, okay. we'd like to be able to not run him again. Yep. Um, so if he does run again, it's probably the week before on the backup, which we've seen to good effect in, in recent um, years, but ideally he is able to just have a trial. Alright then mate, um, you got some runners today at Seymour, I know you love getting out to Seymour, um, and also runners tomorrow um, at Gosford today as well, do you have an opinion or is there a, a horse that we should jot down in our black book? Um, I think what, um, she was disappointing on debut, but time to chat um, is the right price based on, on her first start, but it's better than her first start, and she's had a jump out in between and we've always quite liked her, so um, I thought she was over the odds. Well, David, you have a wonderful Christmas. We appreciate all of your help here on Giddy Up. You've been one of the stars. Um, cricket's pretty boring, mind you. Cricket's very boring. Yep. Uh, we'll be going anyway. Oh, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> we'll be going on Boxing Day anyway. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it does liven up a little bit. We miss, we miss, we miss Wazza Makram and Wacker Eunice, don't we? Um, we do, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Show back, right. Uh, back in the day. Um, yeah, proper speedsters. Yeah, proper speedsters. Swing ball both ways, you know. Um, was a macaroon. And his overs were done quickly as well off that short run-up. But um, hopefully Pakistan can play some better cricket than they did um, in Perth. And then what's the English doing at the moment? Oh, they've got they've got a bit of time off, haven't they? Yeah, playing T20s in, West, in the West Indies and largely getting beat at those. But, um, yeah, no test cricket at the moment. All right, then. Enjoy your day, mate. Merry Christmas. Thanks for all of your help here on Giddy Up.
Okay, thanks, Harris. He's All a star, about. Dave Eustace. And I know people are sending text messages in. Text, text messages in. Gareth, ask Dave about Hong Kong. Now, if I ask Dave about Hong Kong, I know what he's going to say to start with. He'll say, no comment, Gareth. There's nothing confirmed. Um, and whether he's got the contract or he hasn't in Hong Kong, um, he's not allowed to say anything um, if he has got the contract. Um yeah, so that's 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 the reason why I didn't even bother. And he's a good bloke, Dave. Welcome back to Giddy Up. This is Giddy Up Stable Mail. Well, if you had to buy shares in one racing stable, you'd probably go towards Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot. Geez, they've had a wonderful year. It doesn't matter if it's a tried horse or a young horse like their two-year-olds are just on fire at the moment. And Adrian Bot joins us now. Good day, Adrian. Good morning, mate. Hey, good morning, Gareth. Um, straight charge, $1.60. Depending on who you ask, with our form and um, our form gurus, um, they say straight charge is the horse to beat in the Magic Millions, and he's a short price favourite after his really good effort in that Breeders' Plate um, on debut. You happy with him? Yeah, he looks in, in, in great order. Looking forward to seeing him back at the races. Um, you know, the, his run in the Breeders' Plate was, was excellent. Uh, I thought he's trialled up Tried up really well since, and um, you know the form out of that particular race looks to have looks to have stood up nicely. So he's had a he's had a nice uh, a nice prep and a, and a nice build up. So that sort of he profiles well for it. And in that breeders' played, it seemed to be on that particular day. It was really windy, so his effort under those circumstances was extraordinary. Really, yeah, no, to, he had to do um, had to sort of do plenty of work there. Put himself up on speed, and uh, I, I thought he. Thought he stuck on very well as a result, so plenty, plenty of merit to it certainly. Can I'm a dirty rascal win third up in race number two? Yeah, been building towards a, a, a nice race. He's sort of just a few things sort of haven't. I guess the pattern of his last two runs haven't sort of quite gone his way. But I thought he's thought he's found the line very well. He's he's back in grade here, and obviously just got to carry a bit of bit of weight as a, as a result. But um, you know, I, I do think he's going well, and I think he's. Um, yeah, certainly not far off a, a, off a win. Then we've got the stable mate, So United and Too Much Caviar. Um, too Much Caviar's first up and So United is second up um, going around in race number nine. Your thoughts there, mate? Uh, I think Too Much Caviar will, will obviously um, you know, improve improve off the off the run, sort of just being first up at this trip. But um, he's had three trials, so I've tried to sort of give him as good a grounding as we can going into it. Um, I guess the, the the track conditions on 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 the day are gonna um, certainly sort of play a big factor for for a couple of these. Um, uh, so United was 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 good first up. Um, I, I think he's taken the necessary improvement off that, and he's stepping up to a to a more suitable trip for him. All right, then both um, Blue Blood Thoroughbred Gallopers. Is too much caviar heading up to the Gold Coast once again? Yeah, that, that, that's sort of the potential that we're. We're looking for, hence sort of why we're kicking off over this sort of trip. So um, we'll need a nice solid run to, to, to give us a good push to take him up there. The Ted Van Heest is a $300,000 race there at Ascot, which is a traditional lead-up to a Perth Cup. And Zumon is coming off his effort there, of course, in the northerly stakes. Have you been happy with him since that effort? Yeah, he's been he, he's been in great shape since he's been over there. And um, yeah, I certainly feel he's, he's training nicely. It was a... Really good run there in in, um, in the Group One race, sort of his first attempt at, at weight for age um, level, and yeah, you know, distance sort of probably a bit short of his best. So 
he's just sort of from a tricky tricky draw didn't sort of have the have the run that we wanted in um in in, in transit but i i think um now sort of the, the, the smaller field and, and and stepping up to a more suitable trip and, and obviously sort of back in back in grade we, we can see some 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 good improvement off him it does really look a, a nice race for him doesn't it really on paper he, he um 2,100 metres, small field. I know Marichano likes to lead, but he can definitely nearly own that race with Rachel King aboard. Yeah, and, you know, I think that's a key. Rachel sort of knows him knows him well, and, um, you know, she's looking forward to getting getting back on. And, um, you know, the, the aim over there has always been uh, the Perth Cup, so um, still heading that way, and this, mm-hmm. this is a, a, a nice lead-up for him. I think everybody's excited to see Storm Boy back at the, the races after a... A devastating performance there first up. That was on a soft track. Um, are you happy with him heading up to Queensland? Yeah, he's, he, he, he's done really well since the run. I, I think there's been some um, certainly some improvement there, which is which is good to see. Um, yeah, profiles up well for, for that race. That the, the, the slight step up to the 1200 should be, you know, should be should be more suitable for him as well. Uh, but just I think just the natural improvement of having had that first start. Um, yeah, you know, I, 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 I like what we're seeing with him going forward. Who'd be your better chance, Straight Charge or Storm Boy for the Magic Millions two-year-old classic? I will let them both do the talking yes. there on on Saturday and see see how they um, see how they fall. Straight Charge has sort of got to get through the conditions here on 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 Saturday, but he's first up and um, be interesting to see how much improvement he's taken off off that first campaign. Um, you know, he's proven at that decent level and. Um, you know, Storm Boy going through on his first campaign here, but um, looks to still have a bit more upside. And what about Shangri-La? He's um, been impressive as well. We haven't seen him since his feature race win the other day. He's the favourite for the slipper at the moment. Um, when do we get to see him next? And how would you rate him amongst those other two two-year-olds that we just had a chat about? Yeah, um, he's he's done very well. He's had a short break since um, that run, that win in the in the Golden Gift, so obviously not heading towards the the Magic Million. Just going to focus on on the Slipper campaign, and yeah, you know, we'll f- probably follow a, a traditional sort of lead up there through through races like the Silver Slipper and, and Todman. Um, yeah, he's he's won very well on on two occasions, and um, the manner in which he won has been been pretty impressive. So um, yeah, it looks at a hard to line those individuals up. Um, and hopefully we don't have to line him up until um, till grand final time. But, um, yeah, he's certainly an impressive horse as well. A couple of questions coming through, mate. Royal Tribute and Keenan, they both heading up to the Gold Coast for that three-year-old race? Uh, they are. Um, yeah. they're, they're probably down the order a bit in, in terms of the, um, the order of entry for that three-year-old race. So they're both having a run at the end of the month. Royal Tribute, the Gosford Guineas, and Keenan's running in a, in a um, you know, I think it's a 78 benchmark race. Um, both before they head up, but they'd probably want to be winning their respective races to, to make sure that they're, they're they're in the field. Can you recall a, a better group of two-year-olds that you've had? Um, certainly, you know, very pleased with the way in which they've all kicked off. Um, yeah, you know, I think they've all shown um, that there's plenty of upside there with them. So, yep. um, I guess that's the exciting part to have um, you know a good handful of. Colts with um, you know sort of plenty of plenty of depth and upside certainly um, certainly exciting going into the um, you know in, in, into the autumn. There'll be a few people knocking on your door trying to get into your stable now after the success that you've had. Have you had, had a look at the yearlings for the Magic Millions yet? 
Yeah, had a had a look through the Hunter Valley at what we yep. what, what we could. Um, Gaze has obviously spent plenty of time as well through, you know, the Hunter Melbourne and um, you know, sort of parts of the Southern Highlands here in Queensland. So she's got a good handle on it before the sale. But yeah, no doubt that's sort of the yeah you know, the sort of type of horse we want to be trying to sort of be focusing on it on at Magic Millions once again this year. And how's Alligator Blood mate, our favourite, the People's Champ? Yeah, unreal, unreal. He's he's back in good shape. Very happy with him. Um, yeah, he's in really good order and looking forward to the campaign ahead for it. Beautiful. We might just have an all-up straight charge into Storm Boy. Would that be your best on the weekend? Yeah, that, that, that'd be our best too. So hopefully it, uh, hopefully it works out that way for us. Good on you, Adrian. Thanks for your time, mate. Really appreciate it. Welcome back to Giddy Up, Gareth. All with you on this Thursday morning. Now, David Eustace says Dark Halo is the stable's best. Adrian Bott says we'll just have a, an all-up on straight charge into Storm Boys, two quality two-year-olds going around at Randwick and Eagle Farm. Semi Friedman says Glentanius in race number eight is the way to play. T. Golan, Tony Golan says Basique um, is the way to play there as well. But despite the talent of those trainers, I'm telling you, the best punting trainer I know in the game is the great S.J. Miller from WA. And uh, we're lucky enough that he's joining us here on a Thursday for Stable Mail. SJ, welcome to Giddy Up. What a Gareth. Yeah, and I told our listeners, and you know what, we're so fortunate, you'll tell me the truth as well. So we're in for a treat here today. Um, Black Spirit in the fourth. Um, no one really wanted to be on her apart from you, SJ, last week, and she nearly won. Can Black Spirit go a few better today or on Saturday, I should say? Uh, yeah, look, Pulled up well from the run, and um, if she gets an easy lead, she's going to be mighty hard to beat, I think. Yeah, all right then. So that's a good push for Black Spirit. The horse said, I'm lucky enough to have a share in Holy Enchantment, um, and a lot of my listeners know the mighty Holy Enchantment. Um, geez, he's got a tough draw to – he's got a tough draw to overcome, but Bradley Parnamoses won, doesn't he, SJ? Yeah, he does. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I think he's probably the best one for the day, actually, Gary. Okay, what do we do from Barrier 17? Leave it up as a drop. <laughs> he's, I tell you what, he's in good form as well, B Partum. Um, so yeah. ho hopefully he can de deliver the goods there on Saturday. Pearly Nugget, she's a, she's a little bit crazy from time to time. Um, your thoughts about her chances? Yeah, look, she's been unlucky uh, three runs this campaign, and uh, she's drawn a bit sticky, but it might play in a favour if the pace is on and she can get behind him get some cover. Um, she should be hitting the line pretty good. And then in the ninth race, you'll saddle up uh, a galloper by the name of Swear to God, which is tab uh, number nine. Um, first up for your stable, mate. What can you tell us about this galloper? Uh, yeah, he was trained up at Ascot. Um, a friend of mine trained him, Russell Stewart, and he thought he needed a change, and he's been, um, been down here... Um, and going to the beach, and I think the horse has changed a fair bit. Um, so I'm sort of going into it mindful that he his form's not the best, but I'm expecting him to run a, a sneaky little race. Yeah, Rusty Stewart, he's one of the great characters of the game. Um, um, yeah, I've, if you say so he might be worth something each way, then as yeah, you yeah, tell us, yep. at a big price, I think he probably would be beautiful, magnificent. Annie was, um, what was it like there on Saturday, mate, with your great mate Damien Oliver's final day? And to train a, train a winner with him a ball, what was that like on Saturday? Yeah, it was pretty special. Yeah. Um, you know, he's 
been good mates with me for about 40 years and um, I was hoping uh, Sam Fabazio win for for him and his mother but um, he you know he come up with the goods on on Andy and um, yeah a terrific ride and uh, give me a great thrill actually yeah 61 kilos on his back as well but um, you've been to Ascot you've seen so many great Great performances there on, on so many of the big days. How would that rate? Oh, that'd be right up there, you know, yeah. for, him to win, for him to win the last three and especially the last race. Um, the the ride was sensational and, um, you know, he's gone out on a real, real high. Um, you're a bloody sensation, SJGs. You've had a wonderful time of it, especially during the carnival. So we wish you the best of luck on, on Saturday. And Holly's the best, is he? Race seven. Yeah, giddy up. All right, giddy up. Thanks, brother. He's the great SJ Miller. When when he tells you to get on, get on. Uh, one of the best judges of all time. One of the great punting staples. And he proved it a few weeks ago. A few of his owners were going for, like, big, big money. They were both Black Spirit and Holy Enchantment. $20 into eight, I think they were. And they both won, like, good things. Um, so, yeah, great to have SJ Miller aboard um, on Giddy Up Stable Mail. Straight after the nine o'clock news, we'll have a bag of tips across the three codes today. And don't forget a big weekend preview just after 9.30. And Chris Nelson will join us towards the back end of the weekend preview to go through the feature races there at Eagle Farm on Saturday. We'll also get his opinion on a few of those all-in markets there for Magic Millions Day. And Magic Millions Day is just around the corner. It'll come up pretty quickly third week or second or third week there of January. So um, still plenty more to come here on Giddy Up. Plus we're giving away a Bataki ham because of course Chris just wouldn't be the same without a Bataki ham. This is Giddy Up. Thanks to Bet365. Excuse me, to Bet365. Thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.